the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Welcome to hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show. You can follow us on Facebook. Watch the show, live broadcast, The Hooley Show. Send me an email, bruce at salemmedia.com, bruce at salemmedia.com. You can participate in our discussion, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989 is our number. We had U.S. Senate candidate J.D. Vance on the show at 1133. J.D. Vance and all other interviews and all segments of the show are podcast in half-hour increments on our website at 989theanswer.com. The vitriol continues in the light of the leak from the Supreme Court, the ruling apparently overriding Roe versus Wade, turning back to the states as federalism asks be done. The question of how should abortion be treated in the United States? What limits, if any, should be placed on it? There are 22 states that have abortion bans ready to kick in if Roe versus Wade is overturned. So we have all the time Democrats talking about democracy, democracy, democracy. They always say, our country is a democracy. Our country is not a democracy. Our country is a republic. It has checks and balances. It has limits on power. Why? Because democracy, if it is enshrined as the final arbiter on all things, would simply mean Mob rule, majority rule. Now, you can say, well, that that sounds fair to me, Bruce. Why don't we go that way? Well, because, just imagine, in a presidential election, if we did not have the Electoral College, do more people live in California or do more people live in Montana, Idaho, South Dakota, North Dakota, Nebraska? More people live in California. So you would have the will of the country decided by one state. Is California representative of how they think in North Dakota, South Dakota, Idaho, Nebraska, Montana? No, it is not. Wyoming? No. Big Sky Country thinks totally different than the West Coast, which thinks totally different from the uh, Bible Belt in the South, totally different than the Southwest, totally different from the Northeast. So that is why we have the Electoral College. That is why we have one form of Congress, House of Representatives, doled out according to population. It's why we have another part of Congress, the Senate, where every state gets two representatives. So we don't have just pure majority rule. But the Democrats, they would like that because they think the mob is the way to go. The mob is the way to go on social issues, BLM, Antifa. And the mob and abortion, they clearly want to intimidate these justices Whoever leaked this opinion, it's not going to be somebody from the conservative side of the aisle. It's going to be from the leftist side of the aisle. They try to intimidate. They tried to intimidate you into wearing masks. They tried to intimidate you into getting vaccines. The whole my body, my choice thing on abortion. 
Was it the body and the choice of nurses at hospitals all over Central and Western and the rest of Ohio when they lost their jobs because they wouldn't get a vaccine mandated by the Democratic Party? My body, my choice then eh, had no standing. Well, you do what's good for you and we'll tell you what's good for you. So, as I say all the time, the Democratic positions are not consistent positions, not logical positions. They're not freedom positions. They like freedom when they have the power to tell you what freedom is. And if you really think about the term that we hear thrown around all the time right now, misinformation and disinformation, when did you start to hear about that? You started to hear those terms in our everyday discourse in the aftermath of Donald Trump's election in 2016 because democracy, the people having a say in a fair election, well, that was a bad thing in 2016 when Hillary Clinton decided she wasn't going to campaign at all in Wisconsin and she was taking victory for granted in Michigan and Pennsylvania and the other swing states that decide the election, and Donald Trump won the election fair and square, there had to be some disinformation or there had to be some misinformation. And so that's when we started to hear about the Russia collusion hoax and the fact that Russia intervened in our election. And we spent years, years, and untold millions investigating that lie of misinformation, disinformation, and Russia collusion. And now to explain anything that frustrates the progressive leftists out there, they always land on misinformation and disinformation. Parents in Virginia elect Glenn Youngkin governor, defying the margin by which Joe Biden had won Virginia a year earlier. And Glenn Youngkin didn't win because he had better ideas or because people responded to his better ideas. No, Glenn Youngkin won, according to the Democrats, because he spread disinformation about critical race theory being taught in schools. And Terry McAuliffe, the presumed winner, said, I don't think parents ought to be telling teachers what they need to teach in schools. Whoops, whoops. Terry McAuliffe said the quiet part out loud. He said what he should have kept to himself from an NEA or OEA Zoom call, and he said it in a debate. And the parents heard it, and they didn't like it. And so they elected Glenn Youngkin. And the only way to respond to that burgeoning determination of parents to have the authority over what their kids are taught in schools is for Democrats to spread their own misinformation and disinformation. Critical race theory. You don't even know what it is. No, we know what it is. Well, it's not even being taught in schools. Hmm, really? So their positions are not truthful because they can't win on the truth. I say it all the time because it applies to everything they do. Last year at the Cleveland City Club, Nina Jankowitz, a name you might have heard lately because she is the minister of the Department of Homeland Security's Disinformation Commission. See, they have a commission now. we got to get a committee together. we got to put some other worthless bureaucrats on the federal payroll. And since 
Elon Musk is buying Twitter. And since Getter is flourishing and Truth Social is starting to build, since they can't tamp down conservatives entirely by knocking them off YouTube, Google, Twitter, and Instagram, and Facebook, well, we're going to have to have a commission. We're going to have to give them the authority to decide what disinformation and misinformation is. So here's Nina Jankowitz last year at the Cleveland City Club talking to, I'm sure, a friendly audience in Democratic-laden Cleveland about critical race theory and about the disinformers out there who are damaging our culture. Critical race theory has become one of those hot button issues that uh, the Republicans and and other, you know, disinformers um, who are engaged in disinformation for profit, frankly, there are plenty of, you know, media outlets that are making money off of this, too, have have seized on. And I live in Virginia uh, and in Loudoun County. That's one of the areas um, where people have really honed in on this topic. Yes. Joe Biden picked up on this yesterday. Uh, He was talking about the Make America Great Again movement. The very words appear to offend him, caused him to do what Democrats do, hurl insults, labels, and group people together. This MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history, in recent American history. Mm, The MAGA crowd. Can somebody remind me what major American cities MAGA people have taken over for weeks at a time like they did Chaz in Seattle? Has MAGA done what the Occupy Wall Street movement did? Joe Biden, I guess, forgotten the cities burned by Antifa. He didn't see the windows on police cars broken out by whacked out abortion protesters the other day. A statesman would not say that. A statesman would not denigrate half the population of his country. But then again, a statesman would take at least a few words to condemn the leak from the Supreme Court of the opinion that appears to overthrow Roe versus Wade. It is a threat to the way this court has always done its job. Biden has not condemned the leak. And Jen Psaki said yesterday, there's really no reason to condemn the leak because they have bigger fish to fry. What our focus is on is not getting our uh, distracted or our eye off the ball of what Mm. is most important to people across Mm. the country here, which is not the leak and the story of the leak. It is the fact that women's health care is at risk for millions of people across this country. Don't get distracted or take your eye off the ball by talking about the leak. Talk about women's health care is at risk for millions of Americans. It is? It is? Are we, are, we, are we banning women from getting physical examinations, breast cancer treatment? No. No. She's lying, but of course that's what she does on a daily basis. Bruce Willis Show on 94.5 The Answer in Dayton, 98.9 The Answer in Columbus. Love being on in Western Ohio. Those are my people. I'm from Logan County. Say hi to all my friends in uh, Mercer and Auglaize and Shelby and Miami County. Used to work in Troy. Worked in Dayton, too, so glad to be on. And you can always 
get a hold of me via email, Bruce at SalemMedia.com. You can watch the show on Facebook, The Bruce Hooley Show. Our number is 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Joe Biden, pretty much drawing a line in the sand. I remember the Joe Biden inaugural speech? We're going to come together. I'm going to be the president of all Americans, even if you didn't vote for me. Hmm. I don't know what happened to that Joe Biden. The guy that looked an awful lot like him was pontificating at the White House yesterday, said this. This MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history, in recent American history. Now, what you have to know about Joe Biden is that he very rarely says something at a podium that hasn't been written for him to say and is showing up on a teleprompter. So that is not just another gaffe, or if it is, gaffes are when you say what you really think. So uh, pretty much half of America, he has nothing but utter disdain for you. Did you ever hear him or anyone in his party as strenuously, boldly, and clearly condemn Black Lives Matter riots? Uh, the, The shooting and killing of a police officer? Antifa riots, any violence against any conservative speaker who was driven from the stage at a college campus, anything like that? No, of course not, because the real enemy in America are those who want freedom of speech, who want spirited debate, who want an open discussion of all ideas, who don't want to ban anyone from social media. That is, to the Democrats, a real danger. It is a danger because then they can't force you to parrot the things that they say that, I don't know if they know they're untrue or not, but you tell me. You watched the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Did that feel like an extraordinary success to you? That's what Joe Biden called it. You see your gas prices going up. You know that the Keystone XL pipeline was closed on its first day in office. You think that price hike is Putin's price hike? Or do you think that's the marginalization of America's domestic energy industry? A purposeful decision by Joe Biden. You see prices inflating at a 40-year high. Does that feel transitory to you? Because that's what Biden's administration promised us it would be. Transitory. Temporary. Mm, Don't think so. So this is the climate into which the midterm elections will be conducted. And here in Ohio, we will have a focus on a Senate race, a national focus on a Senate race. I mean, we led a lot of the national shows last night with J.D. Vance's triumph in the Republican primary. Less so of a story, Tim Ryan triumphing on the Democratic side because Ryan was kind of the anointed candidate of the party. And Ryan went into perceived enemy territory last night. Although Brett Baer's show on Fox, because it airs on Fox, it gets labeled as a partisan show. It's really not a partisan show. Brett Brett Baer has a lot of Democrats on. I get frustrated that he has so many on, including Juan Williams, but he does. He hears both sides, and that's healthy for us. So Tim Ryan came on, and Brett Baer put the question to him about Joe Biden and Of course, Ryan is trying to run as a moderate, even though he votes with Biden 100% of the time. 
Nothing moderate about the voting record, but, you know, you can say what you want. You can fool some of the people some of the time, you know. Tim Ryan's fooled them in the Mahoning Valley for 20 years. He's term limited. He can't run again. So he's going to seek that Senate seat. So it's hard to say. And he said, oh, I've taken on Nancy Pelosi. I've taken on Bernie Sanders. I've taken on Barack Obama. Wait, is this guy a Democrat? Really? He said, I sided with Trump on NAFTA. He's trying to portray himself as Trumpian because his home area has turned toward and backed Donald Trump in the last two presidential elections. So it's tough to run when your home base doesn't support your party. So Ryan has to answer the question about Joe Biden marginalizing the very people of Youngstown, Warren, and that part of Ohio that he purportedly represents. And again, it's a question, so Tim Ryan has his tap-dancing shoes on. You have President Biden uh, delivering a speech today where he talks about the MAGA agenda and how it is so extreme. You come and represent a place where a lot of voters voted for Donald Trump both in 2016 and 2020. So how are you going to convince Ohio that... President Biden and talking about the MAGA agenda being extreme is a good thing for your race in Ohio. Well, I think first and foremost is we got to get out of this Democrat Republican food fight. We got to mm. start looking at each other as American. I don't know about you, but I kind of felt like that was a pie in my face yesterday when I was told that I'm one of the biggest domestic threats to America in recent history by the president. That seems like a like seems like a pretty ardent food fight on the part of the president. So, Tim Ryan, Brett Bear wanted to know, you got the benefit of having the sitting president in office. You going to bring him to traditionally Democratic, rich Eastern Ohio? Or even left-leaning Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, inner city Dayton, to campaign for you in your quest to win a Senate seat? You welcome everybody, Congressman, but I heard you in an interview today really not answer if you want President Biden on the campaign trail in Ohio, the sitting president of the United States. I didn't hear an answer to that. Do you or do you not? I, my answer was I want to be the face of this campaign, and I don't want any distractions. Uh, I'm tired of the Democrat-Republican thing. <laughs> I want us to move forward together and, and start to heal and rebuild the middle class and beat China. And I want to be the face and the voice of this campaign. And I don't want any distractions. Did he just call the president of the United States a distraction? I believe he did. No, he doesn't want Joe Biden campaigning for him because he doesn't want people to connect him to Joe Biden, even though he has voted for Joe Biden 100% of the time. Here's the other thing Tim Ryan said that was just so utterly ridiculous. I have a long record uh, of fighting for working people, uh, bringing resources back here, passing a bipartisan infrastructure bill, uh, working to bring a high-chip manufacturing company like Intel Mm. uh, to Ohio. Mm. I'm about making Ohio the world's manufacturing powerhouse, and I've got a long record on that. Uh, He does have a long record on that. It is, unfortunately, a bad record on that because would you say that the Mahoning Valley is more of a manufacturing hub in Ohio now than it was 20 years ago before the Lordstown plant folded? Ah, that'd be a no. That'd be a no. 
So I checked out Tim Ryan's claim that he had some kind of a transformative role in Intel's soon-to-be arrival in central Ohio for a $20 billion tech park. And my friends at One Columbus, who recruit all businesses to central Ohio and its surrounding counties, said that Ryan had little to no impact on that at all. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.